following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. You're listening to the Toonami Faithful Podcast, episode 169. Several bad hand puns later. At long last, Parasite has infected Toonami, and we welcome our new symbiotic overlords with open hands. The Toonami Faithful Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast, this being episode 169, and uh, hopefully it comes out before Saturday, because we're recording on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... It's Amarad Derail Maddox. And... Your esteemed announcer, Jim Nelson. And our returning guest is duelist and someone who hasn't been on other than a uh, retrospective segment as far as i recall uh that sounds right uh chris soul what's up guys how's it going good good interesting lineup today we we try to keep it interesting around here speaking of keeping it interesting we hope that you uh all survive the three and a half hour podcast i did i'm glad it was tough enough for us (laughs) yeah. <laughs> yeah. the ones that were recording it yeah, oh, I was, I was legit time. restless at the end of it I mean even people that do this stuff for a living on the radio get bathroom breaks no bathroom no breaks, commercial for, us, breaks for us <laughs> nope not unless we kind of plan for them beforehand and this time we didn't <laughs> senpai had us ransom I don't know mm-hmm. somehow we survived yeah, we thought, I thought there was enough death on Toonami <laughs> tell me about it Ah, yes. Lots of death on Toonami lately. And the trend continues this week. And hey, that's a good enough segue. So, uh, Duelist just requested that he uh, part ways with us for the Akamega Kill recap because he didn't see it. Oh, okay. What's up, Duelist? Kind of a... Well, I'm not going to say it's kind of a pinnacle episode or anything, but... It's another Wham! episode. Yeah. There you go. Get your ass off my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't watch Akamega kill. What a Darrell can always put things just the right way. <laughs> Bringing the hammer down. Mm-hmm. Here we go. This week's Akamega kill recap. Akamega kill episode eight. Kill the three part two. Bullot faces off with his previous commander, Sir Liver. Sir Lever. That's how it's pronounced. Sir, liver and onions. <laughs> liver, yeah. Meanwhile, Tatsumi faces off with the other guy. I can't pronounce that name. It's like, meow. 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 Yeah, see? Yeah. Lever's imperial arm, Black Marlin, gives him a distinct advantage out in the open water because it allows him to control uh, any available water. And Lever implores Volat to join Esdeath after they have their scuffle, but Volat couldn't believe what his old mentor is asking of him. Lever explains that serving Esdeath is not the same as serving the minister. Sure it isn't. Yeah, one is like getting kicked in the balls while the other one is like getting kicked in the face. So take your pick. <laughs> but I imagine at least one of them's more enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. Gotta go for the titties. With the uh, fight coming to a bit of a stalemate, 
Lieber injects himself with an enhancer before he and Bullock continue their fight, this time with their swords instead of their imperial arms. When it looks like Bullock has achieved the upper hand, Lieber unleashes a surprise attack, piercing Bullock with blood swords, but Bullock manages to protect all of his vital organs. Knowing that his demise is certain, Lieber explains to Bullock that he has great admiration for Esdeath, who was someone who saved him from a life rotting in a cell. And that's kind of all his motivation is. He just had admiration for her. Lever then tells Volat that they both will die shortly. Volat realizes that Lever had injected poison into himself with the Enhancer. He injected it into his own blood before unleashing the blood swords that have penetrated Volat. With Volat's condition worsening by the moment... The other guy resumes his attack on Tatsumi using Scream to Hulk out. Volat gives Tatsumi the key to Incursio, but Nyao tries to convince him that he cannot use Incursio, which then causes Volat to knock some sense into Tatsumi. Literally. And believing in his bro's words, Tatsumi dons the armor and bonds with Incursio, gaining the strength to kill Nyao. Elsewhere, a girl named Kurame is sitting upon a pile of corpses, and she is informed that she is to report to the capital to be part of a new unit of six. She seems delighted at the prospect of being able to see her big sister again. The plot, mm. the plot thickens again. Every time you again. On, every time you think shit couldn't possibly get more real in Akamega Kill, it does. Although I don't even know if I after Bulat's death. I don't know if I have the strength to continue watching this show, because I just know everybody else is going to get it. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if Tatsumi dies before the end, too. Yeah, it does seem like one of those everybody dies kinds of shows. Oh, the way this could really get interesting is if the bad guys win. <laughs> oh, that would be interesting. No, I don't think that's going to happen. They'll I probably don't think so either. come to a stalemate or something along those lines. You know, kind of like this fight, which is... Yeah. Pretty BS, I gotta say. Yeah, that was pretty bullshit that, you know, these guys always have some kind of trump card that they always call it. And um, they always call it a trump card. Exactly. Really? Is that an accurate translation? Because it's getting annoying. Yeah, I know. Mm. But the problem is, you know, they always have it. And between Sayo, um, was it Sayu? I think it was. Seriu. 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 Yeah, between Seriu's uh, mouth gun killing uh, Shell... And then also, I almost always call her Sheila, but it's Shell. Um, between that and Lever's Branch of Sin from Dead Man Wonderland. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> don't, no, don't I just said the dude was a waterbender, then he started bloodbending, man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> bloodbending, exactly. bloodbending yeah, Branch of Sin, whatever the hell you want to call it. It's all good, yeah. man. Well, since it was Toonami, I decided to go with another Toonami show. <laughs> Not to mention he did the water dragon jutsu too, man. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking the whole time. Like the different <laughs> Oh my. Any other uh, references we can come up with? <laughs> uh well there's Harry Potter references with another. Do, yeah, but I guess the big question, I guess the big problem for me is like, do I even want to continue watching this episode? Because I was bullshit last night. Yeah. That's yeah, I know, man. Rest so, in peace, but lot. The only man that I would ever add to my waifu harem. Mm. Yeah, gay dandy is the newest uh, addition to my uh, bisexual harem. 
I hate to see him go so early on because darn it, he's such a good character. He was. I good. know, man. He he was just freaking entertaining, man. Mm-hmm. Although, but I made a point of not getting attached. I couldn't I like, help it. <laughs> he's gonna die. He's gonna die. He's gonna die. He's too good. He's gonna die. I knew yeah. in the back of my head he was gonna die, and I was saying that the whole time through. But at the same time, I couldn't help but get attached because he was a good character. Probably the best character yeah. in the show. I'd rather have it be the uh, wonderfully gay adventures of Bulat instead of uh, <laughs> instead of Tatsumi well, I mean, sitting there. I mean, we get more of David Wald, who sounds like a perfect dead ringer for Golden Age Superman. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good reference there. <laughs> no, seriously, I tweeted that at him last night, and he says, ooh, thank you, from your lips to DC's ears. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that would be interesting. Yeah, David Wall, Golden Age Superman. Make it happen, DC. What the hell are you waiting for? That'd be cheaper than hiring a union cast. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. I hope that David Wald gets good enough that he's able to go west and he has all kinds of success because he's really cool uh, like that. Well, he, he's been in Houston for quite a long time, I believe, though. So We'll have to get him on the show to uh, spill, shall we say. <laughs> to spill his guts. Uh. Perhaps, perhaps. Not literally this time. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, there were no guts to spill. It was just, you know, yeah, he gave, him, gave him, like, you know, branch of sin needles, whip wing. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's the thing about his, uh, you know, um, Bulat's quote-unquote death. I don't know. There's there's part of me in the back of my mind still kind of hoping maybe he's not dead. I, I don't know. <laughs> maybe I'm Jedi- just, that's just wishful thinking. No, Jedi ghost Bulat appears to Tatsumi whenever he's having trouble. <laughs> I think that is actually something that happens. I oh, hope okay. so. Well. I really do hope so. <laughs> or, I mean, or, he, at, at the very he least, had those ghosts of his friends before. So. At the very least, yeah. give me like you know Mufasa Bulat or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it hurts. <laughs> yes, but it's in the past. <laughs> Watches Nige- it becomes Lion King. Nagenda whacks Tatsumi upside the head with her. Uh, imperial arm and says geez what was that for nothing it's in the past <laughs> with shelly kayleen black speaking like rafiki that would be funny that'd be the best thing ever so tatsumi has able to uh don incursio and has bonded with it and i don't i don't know is he is that just gonna be his imperial arm for the rest of the show uh, i don't i don't think so i mean it doesn't feel like that would be his final imperial arm so i guess we'll see how that maybe that it ev- maybe it evolves like you know it feels like he started to finally become the red ranger so maybe uh incursio evolves like you know the red ranger gets all the powers like the battleizers and all that that's an interesting comparison <laughs> well yeah or like yeah kind of in that vein it's like maybe incursio or you know an imperial arm can absorb another imperial arm i, I don't know yeah then again, so. then it goes into kill a kill territory. <laughs> well, well, yeah. With the, you mm-hmm. know, with uh, Senkets absorbing all those life fibers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be <laughs> cool, though. I mean, it's, I mean, at this point, Akimega Kill is either ripping off or paying homage, however you want to call it, to every show, like, ever. And you know what? If it's oh, yeah, ripping off shows like, ripping off shows like this, it's been ripping off some of the best. So why not? You know? Right. Yeah, I mean, my initial thought was always like, 
man, this is the most anime anime I have ever seen. <laughs> so I guess that's I don't, why I, I, don't know. I guess that's why I'm not going to be able to quit it, despite my what I said last night about like I'm dropping the show if Bulat dies. I can't quit it. It's like looking at some. It's like looking at a train wreck, a beautiful train wreck. Yeah, mm. yeah. For for me, it wasn't so much like I was, I was depressed or upset about his death. It was just like, man, that sucks. <laughs> like that's like that's all I could think. It's like, yeah, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. So I was just disappointed. Yeah. Super telegraphed. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess I don't even know if it was telegraphed so much as it was like. Well, we kind of had an inkling about it. I don't know. It's hard to say. Nah, nah, I'd say it was telegraphed. As soon as you got his backstory and Ah. then you saw that his old mentor was the person he was going to fight. It was like, oh, I know exactly how this is going to end. Well, we've seen those same kind of characters overcome before. Or, uh, you know, maybe uh, it would have been a defeat means friendship sort of thing but they did set down the thunderdome rules of uh, imperial armed combat two men enter mm-hmm. one man leaves yeah. <laughs> yeah. and they did and well four men enter and one man left and it was tatsumi oh yeah shocker yeah, there oh well, yeah <laughs> i was so glad he killed the freaking otaku dude yeah <laughs> experience points really dude oh yeah i'll get all these experience the points experience for killing this guy Ah. I was just glad to hear it. I was just glad to see him die. That was some nonsense. It was good to see no all of them die. I yeah, like especially Pansy Boy. Akamega Kill is, uh, does know how to make deaths count. I will say that. Yeah. Like, good yeah, at, like, yeah. for yeah. both so the Dragon good, Balls here. For the good guys <laughs> and the bad guys, the deaths do count in Akamega Kill in terms and of. Interestingly enough. You you had at least a little bit of uh, that troop being like, ah, oh, he slayed my friends. I must get revenge. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, OK. So you know, they're kind of both fighting for the same reason, mm-hmm. which and, is yeah. interesting. Well, one more thing I want to say is that um, as angry as this death made me at the same time, I'm still thinking about it at this time and stuff like that it's stuck with me uh in a way so that means that you know so it's doing something right for this to have stuck with me talk back time oh yeah time to bash the people as benjamin pajon mimics our thoughts about the waterbending thing (laughs) yep he's definitely a waterbender and he's bloodbending but there's no moon hacks (laughs) (laughs) you spell it you misspelled hacks it's h-a-x-x now, I, I think I'm going to pronounce this right because you told me how to pronounce it. So, uh, Ragawak Ultimates says, talking is a free action, even as you die. Yes, it is. <laughs> XCOM. Uh, good old Allison laments the loss of Balots. Bye, Balots. You were the best Pompadour guy on Toonami since Space Dandy. It was a heart-shaped yeah. pompadour. Sure. By the way, swag comb. <laughs> <laughs> he can he can really comb that out, lickety split. You know what? Uh, Bulat combing his hair back into that pompadour is like some people, you know, folding origami. <laughs> mm. yeah. I I would say it was akin to Sanji lighting up a cigarette while he's in the middle of a conversation. Mm. Just kind of that thing that he does. Yeah. 
I don't know. We didn't uh, see enough of it to know if that was a thing he just did. I, who is the Pompadour guy on Toonami before Dandy? I want to say Kuwabara. I think it was, actually, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah potentially. Yeah, yeah. so Toonami, continuing a proud tradition of Pompadours since 1997. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, use case here is not so much a Pompadour, just kind of slick back. Yeah. Mr. Tiv writes in... Why did bros die on the eighth episode? Is that some unspoken rule of anime or something? Good question. <laughs> if anything, it should have been episode four because four equals death. She. Ah, indeed. <laughs> Austin Guest writes in, So let's see. Bro saves the hero's life, punches sense into him, and gives him the power up, and then dies. Sound familiar? No. Yeah, it sounds real familiar. Just I, don't a know. I don't know what you are talking about, Rinku. I have never heard that trope before. No. Definitely not. Oh. And oh. neither has Lord Terminal, who says, looks like Bullot is the new Kamina. Who's this Kamina? And according to uh, Gamer for Life 123, that is actually the same voice actor in Japan. Oh, cool. Oh. <laughs> so, wow. in other words, I see what you did there, Kamiga Kill Producers. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you're going to ape something, ape the best. Okay. Might as well. And Gamer for Life 123 says, Tatsumi Spear will pierce the heavens! <laughs> no, it will not. He didn't even use the spear at that point. No, he didn't. He yeah, just punched the. He just punched someone. In yeah. other words, no, he, he turned dude into a blood pancake. He gave mm -hmm. him the Luffy treatment. Man, that yeah, was I'll, so I'll, fast. I would have liked well, actually, to like enjoy that a little bit more. Well, actually, didn't that fight end in one punch? Yes, it did. <laughs> one punch, man. Yep. Uh, which by the way is the greatest show that you people need to be watching after unfortunately one it's only on Daisuke and Hulu yes well nothing wrong with um, Hulu I'm just glad I didn't get forced to go to Daisuke for it <laughs> oh yeah me too me too honestly I felt like the Daisuke player worked just fine who knows a new challenger at Toonami Bay writes in I had a feeling Bullot was going to die but it is very heartbreaking but finally, Tatsumi has an Imperial Arms. Yay! Yes. Yeah, not a good consolation, I think. Uh. <laughs> How much of that trade-off are you willing to make? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Andy Yoho writes in, While I was expecting Shell to go, I did not expect Bullot to bite the big one this early. I just had this feeling that somehow um, Bullot would pull through somehow some way, but I guess I was just being naive. Again, if this I'm, were I'm, any I'm, other anime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was. I'm more shocked that it was the eighth episode. It doesn't really feel like the eighth episode yet. It feels still feels like five or six, not quite eight. You know what? You're yeah. right. I guess it was because you know those first few episodes were kind of a primer. And, yeah. Uh, you know, just because they squashed the uh, competition like this, and now they're actually coming up against uh, stiffer competition and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're coming across yeah, I was surprised. You no, know, this was episode eight. I was like, "Oh man, really? It's been eight episodes already." Yeah, uh, not that. And the last talk back at SZ Universe. Shell's death was terrible because there was no character. Bolots was done a bit better, but the acting hurt it. I don't know, really? But the what? acting was fine. No, the I don't. I don't see. No, yeah. that's something that I keep on noticing is that people seem to just want to refuse to give Sentai any kind of credit whatsoever when it comes to the voice acting. I thought the voice acting was great last night. 
I'm sorry, yeah. but this time around, Sentai has better been putting out better dubs since the departure of you know who. But you know, yeah. I'm in, I'm actually enjoying the dubs more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that son of a bitch butchered dubs. Yeah, he did. Mostly through script oh, he, writing, he, though. Yeah, yeah, he made some made some funny ones. I think Ghost Stories was actually his. Though, so. Ghost Stories yeah. was his. Uh, but I guess it, it kind of set. Yes, it was. Okay. But I guess it kind of set a bad precedent for him. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, also, no, anything that he was into, he does well. But anything yeah. he didn't care about, he literally. But also, on the yeah. But also, oh, oh, yeah. Let's not talk about that. But he also did uh, High School of the Dead, which um, kind of oh, made awesome. its name in kind of being trashy and pulpy. So I figure, you know, yeah, that would that would kind of work. But mm-hmm. you know, again, you know, he was. A lot of people complain about Funimation overusing internet memes and stuff like that. Uh, this mm-hmm. voice director in question did it all the damn time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Like Turtles was indeed a line in uh, High School of the Dead. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can that. confirm this having just watched it recently. Yeah. <laughs> we know why you watched it, this. We know why you watched it. Why does anybody watch that show? Ah. Closure. Watch that show for closure. Well, you're not going to get any. Yeah. <laughs> Especially not with that, considering the uh, mangaka was sick for a long, long time after the show aired. Yeah. I don't know. After after, uh, after a Matrix uh, homage, I was like, I don't know if I can take this seriously at all. So You're not supposed to take it serious. I know, but I was just like, oh my god, you... You guys literally just did that. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Matrix boobs. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so that's probably never going to air on Tsunami. So don't hope. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> probably like, no big loss there, honestly. Just no. like with Akamega Kill. Don't hope. Just don't. <laughs> yeah, but I, just to kind of end cap that, is like I think I definitely think Sentai has been putting a, a hell of a lot more effort into uh, their dubs now so they've been putting a lot more effort into pretty much everything they are uh they're quietly becoming quite the unsung hero of the uh anime industry here in the u.s and i feel like they're getting back to that old uh to that old adv groove they had back in the uh, early 90s i'll put it to you like this sentai gets jewels when it comes to anime (laughs) yes they get jewels when it comes to anime so it's well worth it to just get those dubs that they're great they just get, uh, you know, they get stuff that you might not think you would enjoy, and you end up liking it. Dude, I never thought I liked Bodacious Space Pirates, and I end up buying it. It's so <laughs> bodacious, dude. Right along with Madaka boobs. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, speaking of that, I just uh, checked out the first episode of Comet Lucifer with Duelist, and we both thought it was pretty good. Yes, it hmm. is. As hmm. another recent Sentai pickup that is currently on Crunchyroll. Another, another, another one. Uh, uh, me and Duelist watched together. It was uh, Young Blackjack, which is ironically another Sentai pickup, which was really compelling. Yeah, yeah, huh. it, it's com- it's compelling, but um, I don't know. I feel like there's there's something more there. So yeah, but more about the uh, recent uh, anime season in the news, starting now. From Facebook, Twitter, 
and the official Toonami Tumblr. This is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. Okay, so we got ourselves plenty of ratings and fun stuff like that. But before that, we got some news regarding Toonami. Uh, this is tangentially related to Toonami. Uh, the new Gundam series, Gundam Iron Blood Orphans, is now streaming in the United States. And the early returns on it, at least from uh, my Twitter feed, because I was working today, couldn't watch it, um, seem to be pretty good. A lot of people seem to like it. Uh, what do we know about this show, folks? Uh, who's direct? Like, is do we know what? Uh, who's directing it? Uh, you know, fun stuff like that. Who has it? Can you? Where can you watch it? Uh, well, I don't. I don't know about the staff or anything like that off the top of my yeah. head. But you can currently watch it on Daisuke and Hulu. Okay, good. And starting next week, you'll be able to watch it on Crunchyroll and Funimation's. So our also, country, if you so don't happen to live in the U.S. or Canada, you can watch it on YouTube. But they blocked <laughs> that for us. So well, yeah. I guess I guess this is the question that I have right now: is um, is the is uh, Crunchyroll slash Funimation going to be a week late? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So if you want to watch the newest of the new, you got to go to Daisuke and uh, Hulu. Hulu. Yes. Just like with One Punch Man. Yep. Which One Punch One Punch Man? Yes. So good. Everybody. So likes good. Toonami when? I got yes, it. Is, <laughs> it is. It is God's gift to anime. Okay. <laughs> That's a bold. It's a bold statement, but I, I think I think so. I mean, you you combine just absolutely stunning madhouse visuals with a great concept, and it's. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, 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 and quick note on the director of uh, One Punch Man. It is actually the the director of Space Dandy. Who, oh, like not not of course yes. not Wat not Watanabe himself, but of course Shingo. the main yes the main yeah he he was the, the main Shingo Natsumi. Yes, the main director who did you know most of the overseeing of like the the production of the episodes. So yeah. so production yeah, director. So, uh, and speaking yeah. and speaking of directors, I took a look at who is directing. Uh, the new Gundam series, Iron-Blooded Orphans, and it is Tatsuyuki Nagai. He directed Anohana, the um, mm. movie and the TV series. Uh, he directed oh. A Certain Scientific Railgun, and oh, really? he also directed uh, Toradora. Oh. So, so, yeah. so, so Sketch. Sketch. Um, None of those ready. are mecha series. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah but, but Sketch, you gotta get ready for some Gundam feels. Oh, come on, you son of a... <laughs> <laughs> well, actually... But, uh, if I can't count uh, on my friends not to do that to me, who can I yeah. count on? Well, here's uh, something real quick about Nagai, is that he did a storyboard and was a unit director for the first ending of Mobile Suit Gundam Age. So it's not like he's a complete stranger to Gundam, but he's mm-hmm. a very... I wouldn't say he's so much a stranger, so much as a who are you again? Kind of guy to Gundam, you know? Yeah, pretty much. Which, uh, and the visuals of that show are, are certainly quite a bit different from uh, most Gundam. Mm. Though, 
Uh, G Reco also had a distinctly different visual style than most Gundam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would still say it has like character designs. It does remind me a bit of Double O, hmm. but then kind of a, a quick little my, my quick opinion of it. It it definitely uh, feels a lot in vain of Eighth MS Team hmm. mixed with a dash with mixed with a dash of Wing. So I, I think people are really gonna like it. Not Although, quite sure where you're getting the dash of wing from. Yeah. Well, just you know the, the by show in, you know, yeah, the pretty boys. So. Oh. Like that. Um, uh, and then you know, although if, that, that female character. So, although if you're going to um, imit- if you're going to go for the style of a Gundam series, um, I do like that. Uh, like to hear that, uh, and you're not the only person to say this, Chris. That yeah. um, it is going, it is trying to emulate the Eighth MS team. And that was a great, great OVA. And I really wish I didn't have to sell it to finance my failed Texas move. But, but um, you know what? I it's had to part come... ways with that one, too. You know what? It's going to come out soon enough from Right Stuff, so I'll we'll be right with the world eventually. And, mm-hmm. and hopefully on Blu-ray, so. Hopefully on Blu-ray, yes, because it was a... Nice. Oh, if you guys haven't seen 08 MS Team, find a way to do so, because it is one of the, probably one of the most underrated... Um, <laughs> Gundam OVAs that people have that um, you know they've ever released. I think it's fantastic. Mm. Uh, quick, quick, uh, quick question, Jim. Eighth MS team or Double O Eighty? Um, I'd say O Eighth MS team because mm. uh, I, I don't think know. It's I, pretty good. I feel, yeah, I, I still I, I probably lean more towards Double O Eighty because it, it's yeah. a little bit more compact and it, the story really kind of hits you. Yeah, so. the, it's uh, you know it's kind of a I like how it has a lot to say politically yet it manages to do so in only six episodes and does it better than the original Gundam did <laughs> arguably so yeah Gundam's always yeah. Well, had moving... an anti-war message yeah well moving on from things that aren't probably going to be on Toonami for a while <laughs> yeah who knows yeah I know like, we don't we don't know exactly who would potentially get the home video release for this though I don't know TSR... it's odd that Funimation is involved at all yeah because I don't know anybody who says you know what that Funimation player sure is better than Crunchyroll <laughs> it sure nope. is better than Hulu nobody nope. says that ever <laughs> no if that's that's the one thing I can hear more complaints about with Funimation aside from their dub writing and the fact that they still haven't released Eva 3.33 is there a... <laughs> yeah which by the way they think they're gonna do that next year I'll believe early see it. early next early year 20. you know so what sure, Fun, uh-huh. you know what Funimation yeah. I will tell you this right now I will do the truffle shuffle at Anime Boston this year if you release <laughs> If you really, I'm, I hope one of you guys is listening, Justin, one of the new guys there at Funimation. I hope you're listening to this. I will do the truffle shuffle at your booth on camera at Anime Boston 2016. If you release uh, Evangelion 3.33 on or before March 26th, 2016, which is my birthday. I will give up booze for a month if they do it. <laughs> and that's that's a big deal for me right there. Yes. I will do not only will I do the truffle shuffle, I will do I will do a John Oliver and I will drink a Bud Light Lime. Ooh. Oh, oh. The worst oh, of all Bud Lights. <laughs> yes. Jim, I implore you, please don't do that shit. <laughs> 
No, let me. No, yes. I will. I am being completely honest. I'm, you know, I love uh, John Stewart. I love Stephen Colbert. I love John Oliver. All from The Daily Show. And I feel the sincerest form of flattery is to imitate John Oliver chugging that Bud Light lime. And I will look into the camera, not just into the camera, but also into Justin Rojas's eyes and say it was delicious if they release Eva 3.33 on or before March 26th, 2016. We've been talking about imitating a lot this episode. We certainly yes, have. Yeah. I think that's because, you know, of certain things. We just, you know, yeah. imitations, you know. Yeah. But the challenge has been thrown down. Truffle Shuffle plus a Bud Light Lime on camera for your edification, Funimation. Looking you straight in the eye. It is your... The ball is in your court now. Now, will they let you into the con with alcohol? Um, depends I'll, on the con. Depends on the con. Well, it is in hey, Boston. Sh- don't don't say anything. Just don't say anything. <laughs> I'll fi- you know what? I'll figure You've something out. You've already said too much. I will uh, figure something out, but this is Boston. Getting booze is one of the easiest things to do in this yeah. part of the country, especially when it's cold. Yes. So. I I'm I am ready for some uh for some eye patch Osco, so <laughs> it's going to be pretty fun. Okay. But I hope you all have listened to that, and I hope you all hold me to that, including you, Zeki. <laughs> but anyway, um, we have more I, news. We have some more news before we get actually, into the Actually, I forgot to write something down, so let me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you're just going to truck along because I didn't write it down. <laughs> if it's not more, there. More uh, tangentially related to Toonami uh, streaming news, uh, Funimation is streaming the Attack on Titan Junior High spinoff anime they just started, and uh, the first episode is Dangus, and I enjoyed it. The yep. first, uh, Attack on Chibis, I guess you could call it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's funny. It seems like the Titans are more or less uh, personified as bully teenagers. <laughs> bully la bully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bully. Oh, no, stop. They take the lunches of people. It's, it's not nice. <laughs> and their lunch money. I, I would say if you're on the fence about it, wh- I, I was. I was like, oh, God, do I have to? Am I going to want to watch this? It's so funny. Just, just, just watch so it. I haven't, funny. I haven't got a chance to watch the whole episode yet, but I watched the opening, and I'm like, okay, I will. The I'll opening might have you in stitches already. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there are direct line pulls from the original, and it's just why not? <laughs> it's the thematic dissonance. I would assume would be enough to let uh, to get anybody in stitches if they've. Seen, but this is really only going to work. Is that <clears throat> how most of the humor works? I'd like to think most of the humor yeah. will work if you've seen the original show. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, it's not yeah. going to work if you haven't seen the original and show. Something I want to echo something Sketch was saying to me earlier is that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're probably going to get a better experience watching this show than just like if you read the manga version of the spinoff. Okay. Because of the yeah. use of music and stuff from same voice the actual. Uh, yep, and it's the same. Using cues. Yeah, it's the same 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 band who did the same you know opening themes for the show does the opening theme for this show. Well, that so. was Link Horizon. I thought it was. It was. Yeah, it was Link Horizon. Nope. So. It was. Uh, it, it, it sounds a lot like the first Titan opening too. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's uh, pulled musical cues samples. So, <laughs> so 
it yeah it it is it is really funny and enjoyable if you are familiar with attack on titan (laughs) not so much if you're not but you know they know exactly what their audience is exactly but hey if you if you want to if you want to just sit in the corner and complain that it's not season two go right ahead we'll enjoy it without you (laughs) yeah so whatever (laughs) i will give it a watch added to another list of shows from this fall that i'll start and not finish (laughs) (laughs) more news from uh tangentially related to toonami uh there is going to be a sword art online feature film written by reki kawahara the original author of sword art online and this isn't so it's not a recap no well i hope it is no uh, i don't think so i don't know i'm always a little wary story i'm always wary and understandably so of movies that um you know follow popular series and stuff like that because usually the first one ends up being kind of crap in like recapping stuff. I have been burned. I got burned very badly on the Razafon movie. So, oh yeah, yeah. So you can imagine wait, wait, wait. how you can imagine how um you know wary I am. Also with the Gurren Lagann movie, uh, you know it's Erica it Seven depends. Movie. I mean the Escaflone movie is great. Hmm. It tells the same story but a little differently. Although I don't like yeah. what they did to Hitomi in the movie. Yeah. Mm. And, and it, Sword Art is a, a light novel, not like a manga adaption mm. of an anime or anything. So, manga yeah, hey, it's lo- like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah who know, knows been, what he's going to do for the story in yeah, this? I've just been burned on so many movies, including the uh, including Madoka Rebellion. <laughs> or as like, I like to call it, End of Madoka. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, uh, well, you know, usually when either. they associate the original author with writing the story... I don't know. That's a good thing. You might not. Could be a good thing. Not all. Probably not going to be strong world good. Yeah. (laughs) But we'll we'll see. It takes a lot to beat a movie like One Piece Strong World. Yeah. Yeah. But it is still going to be A1 Pictures animating it. So there is that. Budget. Yeah. It will still look pretty. (laughs) Budget. So um, also really quickly, this is tangentially related to the tangentially related. Um, Reki Kawahara is also, uh, one of his creations is getting a season two in Excel World, finally. And if you haven't seen Excel World, you should. It's on Hulu. It's awesome. I wouldn't say that's necessarily a season two. I heard something like it was a spinoff with new characters or something. I don't know. I didn't really see the whole thing. Also written by Reki Kawahara. I've been working, uh, all day, so I... You know, I just saw it and I'm like, oh, cool, Excel World Season 2. And then, you know, couldn't read it. <laughs> so uh. anyway, ratings. Uh, we have lots of ratings for you. So we're going to start, as usual, with the 18 to 49 ratings. Dragon Ball Z Kai, 832,000. Akamega Kill, 678,000. Michiko and Hachin, 571,000. Sword Art Online for the finale, 535,000. Naruto Shippuden, 435,000. One Piece, 433,000. And for its finale, Attack on Titan closes us out with 386,000 viewers. And that brings us to the end of the 18 to 49 ratings. For total ratings, Dragon Ball Z Kai, 1,326,000. Akamega Kill, 1,151,000. Michiko and Hachin, 988,000. Kind of a disappointing number for uh, Sword Art Online, given its finale. 863,000. 
Naruto Shippuden, 705,000. One Piece, 675,000. And Attack on Titan for its finale, again, for the third time, I guess, 663,000 viewers. Those are your ratings for September 26th, 2015. First time in a while we haven't gotten uh, Trips Million. I know. I think that may have actually only been the second time the finale aired on TV. Mm. Yeah, because I think it got taken off, off the middle of uh, yeah, the previous yeah, run. Didn't they yeah. cut off at like the end of that first thirteen episode block or something like that? Yeah, because when so. they when they moved it from like eleven thirty to three or whatever, they mm-hmm. restarted it. I think. Yeah. Okay. I thought I heard something about that. Trying to remember, but I don't know. I guess. Uh, well, for now, Attack on Titan is off the block, replaced by Kill la Kill, which Kill la Kill is awesome. And like, I'm sure that'll much... do decently in reruns, mm-hmm. but I'm not decently. surprised that it's rerunning at all, honestly. Yeah. I'm glad it's yeah, rerunning, it's a... to be quite honest. Oh, oh definitely. <clears throat> to much rejoicing. Uh... Had to see Mako's underboob again. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we'll have to wait a We'll have to wait a little bit for the um, uh, Mako Gamagori uh, ship again, because it's real. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's real. Although, oh, Mako, those... Mako's not shy about uh, swinging both ways. <laughs> no, she isn't. Nah, which I, like I applaud her for. Her. For the trending rundown, we got hashtag DBZKai, also during its encore airing on the West Coast. Uh, same story with both Goku and Vegeta. Nice to get some character trends every here and there. Hashtag Akamega Kill. Uh, that peaked at number five. By the way, uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai uh, peaked at number one. Uh, Goku at number seven and Vegeta at number nine. Then Parasite trended not only on the east but also the west coast and it debuted at number one. Uh, Miggy from Parasite, you know, the hand monster thing, finished at number eight. Michiko and Hachin trended at number four. Shippuden trended at number eight. Hashtag One Piece at number one. Yes, and hashtag Kill a Kill makes its grand return at number one. Also, we got some tweet counts. Uh, Toonami with 9,500 tweets. Dragon Ball Z Kai, 2,524. Hashtag Akamega Kill, 4,234 tweets. Hashtag Parasite, 6,693 tweets. And hashtag Michiko and Hachin at 1,943 tweets, which is really, really impressive, if I do say so myself. Makes me a very happy panda. And uh, I believe that was everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was every show. Yay. Back on track. So with that... Um, we also got a little something extra this week for Toonami. We got a new lineup promo because, well, no time like the present to do so. Uh, I'm trying to f- remember what that was. Was that from Superman, uh, the Superman 1940s serials? You know, the uh, opening I, I, thing? I, I, I think so. I think so. Because yeah. if it there's one thing was. that uh, Toonami does well, it's use the 1940s Superman serials in very nice ways. Mm-hmm. So we got ourselves some miscellaneous talkbacks here. At Frank Full Metal, what a heart-wrenching and impactful episode of DBZ Kai. Vegeta's death is so sad. One of the best episodes in the arc. It's good for character motivation. Yeah, it was the first time Vegeta actually showed any remorse, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also, I love how um, 
one of the guys looked like uh, Saiyan Captain Harlock or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, at Red Scar 64, a guy I haven't heard before, so I guess we got a new challenger. Next time someone says Dragon Ball has no emotion, slap them in the face with the Vegeta's death scenes. No, because no. I hate the fan base. No. <laughs> I'd rather not, mostly because I don't want to start something by slapping someone. Well, that's yeah, a good point, us. but the, I think the, the main point is, yes, Dragon Ball Z does have emotional scenes every now and then, and they should be appreciated for what they are. They happen once in a blue moon. <laughs> if a blue moon occurs those... on Friday the 13th and all of the planets align. <laughs> uh, so, uh... Especially planet Namek. <laughs> I, I would say that arc does have a few quote-unquote emotional moments, so... Hmm. Oh, yes. Very true. At Raguak Ultimate. <laughs> Raguacamole. I would bow my head out of respect, but death in DBZ, DBZ is like a Quentin Trembley dollar. Not worth jack. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I get the not worth jack part. <laughs> I believe that is a Gravity Falls reference. Oh, yeah. oh that makes sense. Mm. That makes sense. I don't watch um, Gravity Falls too much because I'm always working when it's on. Yeah. At Gamer for Life 123, old dudes are tough as nails. Hashtag Michiko and Hachin. Oh, yeah. Jaro was the truth. <laughs> At Khaki Blue Sox, Michiko drives like she works for FedEx. Don't ask how I know. Yeah, that would be a Josh I will Manette. never, ever respect FedEx ever again in my lifetime. Not even if Josh <laughs> is driving for him and delivers I your packages it. every day? Yeah, let's see. I'll put it like this. I work for FedEx. I got laid. Um, they fired me two weeks for Christmas for standing up for myself. <laughs> and then a little bit. Probably like two years ago, I got some ammunition, and my box of ammunition was open and tampered with. Mm. Somebody stole my ammo. Yikes. So, f*** you, FedEx. (laughs) Tom Hanks isn't the only one mad at FedEx then, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Now that one I got. (laughs) I got that reference. Yes, I did. (laughs) I feel smart. SMRT smart. (laughs) Nothing goes over my head. I would catch it. (laughs) <laughs> like a like a volleyball. <laughs> At JC Mono Five, lots of talk tonight about how Michiko would fit in the Boondocks universe. Wouldn't that be an awesome spin-off slash OVA? Well, she do got the jiggle. Mm-hmm. My it's gosh, like, she would beat those kids so hard. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I can see right now, man. She already gonna pimp slap Riley. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Michiko keeping the pimp hands strong. Always, always, always. Dude, I would just love to see one interaction between her and Tom Duato, man. <laughs> I'd like to see uh, Granddad interacting with Michiko. Oh, yeah. God! <laughs> I don't know. You know, Granddad was kind of smooth, man. He might put some Sick moves Michiko on. Michiko on stink meaner. <laughs> oh, no. Uncle Ruckus, dude. That's it right there. <laughs> Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> ah, yes. No relation. No relation. <laughs> at Dark Samurai Z says Hollows on Shippuden now I have seen it all <laughs> JC Mono 5 strikes back I'm not sure if I watch Naruto Shippuden tonight or just a tutorial on Pokemon attack, st- attack type strengths and weaknesses uh, that's fine. Uh, no, well considering how slowly Naruto moves uh, I'm surprised that would actually make sense that they were only at the first town <laughs> 
at Kilotubby. And that's how Zoro got pink eye. Because <laughs> oh, uh kid pissed in his face. And, uh, well... That's not Zoro's idea of pissing the day away. <laughs> nah, he gotta go to shower. <laughs> anyway, Just like Summer gave us all pink eye because she insisted on texting on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, gross. And finally, at Gamer for Life one two three, Zoro's weakness being seen by Sanji, especially in that shirt. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love when uh, Robin caught him. Is like, it suits you. <laughs> Shut up, Robin! <laughs> Zoro the family man. Go home and be a family man. Uh, yeah, it doesn't get it doesn't it doesn't quite get much filler than that though. So. Oh yeah, we are yeah, we are uh, in the Don East was part. lamenting that anybody might have seen that as their first episode of One Piece. Yeah, <laughs> man, I uh, that would be unfortunate. Very. Very yeah. unfortunate. And next week, it's cooking with Sanji. Yeah. Captain yeah. Sanji's cooking. Chopper's not in the episode, I think. Yeah. Oh. Don't don't make those references, Sketch. Don't make those references. <laughs> make those references as much as possible. <laughs> Still kind of wondering how they would have changed up that rap when they added more characters. Uh. <laughs> Frankie's <laughs> drinking some soda. I don't know. Just, just now. They'd probably not let Frankie drink soda because that would be considered a bad thing for children. It's a sports drink. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Frankie drinking a sports drink. Oh, we don't even want to get on this topic. No, we don't. No, let's not. Let's, let's not. Because let's move on. Let's we move have on. a because we have a much better topic to talk about. Parasite episode one premiered last night. It was fantastic. It was awesome. And I'll toss it back to Sketch because. He can handle this a lot more professionally than I can. And so we begin our first Parasite The Maxim Recap. Parasite, Episode 1, Metamorphosis. Shinichi Izumi awakens to the sound of a voice, but decides that it must have been imagining it. At breakfast, his parents ask if he found the worm he was freaking out about last night. Shinichi doesn't have much of an appetite and displays a severe fear of bugs at the breakfast table. His hand acts up throughout the day, moving on its own, groping a classmate, using his phone in class, and then stopping a car from running over a child. Talk to the hand. He rushes home and finds that some creature has taken over his hand. Shinichi attempts to stab his mutated hand, but the creature springs to action, preventing any harm from coming to it. The creature cannot speak very well, but already knows Shinichi's name. Before Shinichi can get any kind of answers out of the creature, it falls asleep, returning his hand to its usual shape. He frantically searches for answers on the internet, but he can't find anything. I call bullshit next... on that one. <laughs> <laughs> the next morning, Shinichi awakens to find that the creature is studying. It is now able to speak clearly and tells Shinichi that it will have to coexist with him. At breakfast, Shinichi thinks to himself that he can't even tell his parents about what he's going through while his father talks about news reports citing a string of recent murders. Shinichi's parents are surprised when he displays a greater appetite and no fear of bugs. On his way to the police, Shinichi is stopped by the creature who senses one of his own kind. The creature wants to know more about exactly what he is, but he finds yet another failed attempt at becoming the host. It becomes immediately hostile, leaving them no choice but to fight. 
They win the fight, and Shinichi notes that the creature shows no sign of sympathy for killing one of its own kind. I guess you could say it was doggy dog. I gotta hand that to you, Jim. Sometimes you gotta stand up and fight. It's the right thing to do. I'm going to kill all of you. <laughs> oh, the puns will continue because our first talk back <laughs> is from Meowth 900. Yay. So, Miki's best character of this show, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's certainly the right time to make puns. Do you ever wonder why the? Do you think that ending sequence, the the song, is the right yeah. time? Uh huh. Exactly. You think? I you never think that thought was about it honestly, but that's I never terrible. thought about it either. Oh. Uh -huh. By the way, uh, we we got the actual ending music though shortened, and we got the full opening, which may not be next week, but I believe Jason uh, no, said Jay he will not. Yeah, will he not did confirm it next week. Okay. Yeah, I, I do hope it is a shortened version, not like a weird instrumental thing. Yeah, well, they changed it completely for the um, for the Akamega Kill opening. Yeah, they yeah. did. But I do... But I wonder uh, if perhaps Madhouse and uh, uh, NTV require them to use the actual song. Maybe. I hope so. I hope, yeah. Although, uh, if there is one thing I can say about... Uh, Parasite right away. 7.8 out of 10. Too much dubstep. Oh, oh. I pass on the dubstep. Yeah, I, honestly, I, feel... I didn't really think about it <laughs> until people were like, oh, this is dubstep music. I was like, oh, I guess the, it is. Dubstep is like a pain in the ass to listen to, man. Enjoy the soundtrack over time. This is, this is when we need Caboose in here to defend it. <laughs> I would not even let Caboose. Or need Paradox in here to be saying that's not dubstep. It's like yeah. European <laughs> grime or something. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even know what that guy's definition of dubstep is, but yeah. Anyway, mm -hmm. I I thoroughly enjoyed the soundtrack and the animation yeah. and well, pretty much everything about Parasite. It's really good. Yeah, if you don't like the I, soundtrack initially, hopefully you will. It. Yeah, hopefully. I, there's certainly a variety of kinds of music in it. I uh, I've been I was mostly impressed by the dub, honestly. There are some, so I have some reservations, mm -hmm. maybe about a few casting choices and. Yeah, I I only have one. I only have one main reserve at the moment, and that's Lucy Christian as um, the female character who uh, Sunichi gropes, which mm -hmm. you guys will. Find out more about her character later on, but uh, I don't know about her because my immediate reaction was like, no. <laughs> just I can at least just... think of another character that she would better suit, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, Although, yeah. Lucy Christian's so multi-talented. Um, you know, uh, could, I feel she could have, she made it work. The real star of the show is Brittany Karboski. Is, uh, oh, absolutely. Oh, oh, yeah, definitely. I can argue definitely. with you there. Which, by the way, that creature's name is Migi. But since they didn't name him in the episode, I decided not to put that in the recap. Or that, I believe he gets named in the next episode. He's like, I need something to call you. I'm going to call you Righty. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody messes with Righty. Yeah, exactly. Migi is always right. 
<laughs> oh boy. Speaking of which, you can have some fun following uh, at Parasite Maxim on Twitter, which is the uh, Twitter account for Migi. <laughs> and uh, like yeah. in the show, Migi says amusing things. <laughs> I already, I wasn't even trying to get a response from what I already had. <laughs> Looks like Sentai took some hints from Anaplex. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Definitely mimics the whole uh, Death God account yeah. yeah but i wonder who's actually controlling that account because Brittany karbowski does not have a twitter much to my surprise yeah. although how much you want to bet it might just be Brittany karbowski doing this as kind of her big um twitter primer i guess you could say eh, maybe it's probably yeah. their director actually mm. their director or somebody at sentai maybe yeah. the maybe the um uh, Johnny Young Bosch sounded like who plays Shinichi. <laughs> uh, I don't. Johnny I don't think Young he Bosch sounded like. I don't think yeah, he sounds anything I, like Johnny. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You my, know what? My, he sounds way too into it to be Johnny Young Bosch. Oh snap! <laughs> oh snap! Oh, you mean Michael? I had some reservations <laughs> on the voice when I watched the preview, but I think it works. <laughs> yeah. He had a much better after watching the full episode than mm, just from yeah. the promo. Okay. My, my reaction, like at least you know, after the first episode, is still kind of what it was after the preview, which was like he just sounds kind of like just like a dude. He just sounds like some guy. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I think That's sketch what she, and, she is. Yeah, he's just some, some guy. guy. So some guy who who uh, used a heroin technique to uh, try and get um, the Miggy parasite out of him. Shinichi, are you on drugs? <laughs> and no, that's not that's not just in the dub. He actually said that in the Japanese script. So suck it, weebs. Don't be complaining about that one. <laughs> Although it had to have been the delivery. Shinichi, are you on drugs? Considering that stuff is so hard to get in Japan. <laughs> Can't I just have toast? Oh, you can get it. I want to be like all the, the real cool anime protagonists. He'll run out the door with toast in, in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> but he won't drop that toast because Migi will catch it. Zero out of ten, will not watch again. No toast. <laughs> get out. <laughs> so, uh... I, I guess you can always make the argument, oh, I'm sorry, a parasite took over my hand. Uh, yeah, um, Shinichi, could you come downstairs? We've got these live, lovely men in white coats for you. Exactly. Somebody taking ass to Shady Acres tonight. Yeah, I know. On to the rest of the Toonami Talkbacks. Uh, oh, Jim, you spoiled Inuyasha-san's tweet, which uh, was, Shinichi's parasite gives a new meaning to talk to the hand. Uh, more hand puns. Mm, there will be more. <laughs> they will come in handy. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to name this episode Hand Puns. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> Hand Job. job. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I thought about it. Or Idle Hands. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Idle Hands. One. I like that one. Yeah. Several bad puns later. Another from Toonami, babe. Parasite has my attention. That was a strong first episode and had good combination of action, supernatural, and comedy. I agree. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I don't know about supernatural, but more uh, sci-fi. Okay. What do you? Yeah, mean? sci-fi. Cool. <laughs> Parasite, yeah. how I learned to stop worrying and embrace the fridge horror. <laughs> parasite, when you masturbate too much, a parasite enters your hand. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I saw that I, I saw that image on like Twitter. It's like <laughs> it's like the image of Miki as his hand and everything. Yeah. It's like this is what happens when you masturbate too much. I actually made that comment last night. Uh, it was this too easy. You beat your meat. It was, it was Dude. <laughs> There will, there will be more masturbation jokes to come on Parasite. <laughs> <laughs> Ragwalk Ultimate writes in, I enjoy the dynamic being set up between the two main characters. It asks the place of morality in nature. Doggy dog. Yep, literally. <laughs> I mean, who didn't see that scene and didn't think it's a doggy dog world after all? <laughs> Rob Barracuda writes in, Parasite's first episode was just as good the second time watching as the first. It does not F around or waste time. At Lemon Nathan writes in, first impression of Parasite, John Carpenter's The Thing with dubstep music and a competent protagonist. This has piqued my interest. Yeah, baby. Why not? At Meister Mitch writes in, it's too bad the main character in Parasite didn't take a chainsaw to his hand like Ash in Evil Dead. Who's laughing now? Nah, I would kind of think more like Army Darkness with Bruce Campbell, man. <laughs> yeah. This is my boomstick! <laughs> Jester Slayer writes in, Weird and very strange. I mean, makes you want to look at your own hand. I dare you. Yeah. Yeah. It does make you wonder. Well, my right hand is my firing hand. <laughs> I know this place like the back of my hand. Well, that, Do that you? wasn't there before. <laughs> Do you <Yeah>. really? <laughs> Just give uh, Miggy kind of like that thing from Liar Liar. Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I know this place like the back of my own hand. Do you? <laughs> Do you really? Uh. Austin Guest writes in, if Shinichi takes alien life forms living in his hand this well, I'd hate to see what upsets him. <laughs> well, they have a symbiotic relationship, so why not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But well. will that relationship become titanic? <laughs> I don't know, but there's a lot of synergy. Hmm. Symbiotic yeah. titan. Gone but never forgotten. Stephen Oz writes in, I don't think a search on WebMD will help with that condition. <laughs> no, it won't. Nope. No, but searching various blogs about alien sightings might. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say... X-Files are coming back. I was going to say, I call, I call bullshit on that. I can believe him, you know, something coming up his arm and stuff like that, you know, turning his right hand into, you know... a really powerful alien weapon, but not being able to find anything like that on the internet, even if just a little bit, I call bullshit on that. A flesh and blood extraterrestrial. <laughs> <clears throat> well, you know, it's probably like how you have to assume the setting in any zombie movie is, unless they're doing it in a campy way. This is so generally much nothing. No, this is so much more creative than your average zombie movie. Zo you know what zombie movies are? They're shit taken on everybody's face. That's what a zombie movie is. It is not create. They are not creative. They rely completely on idiot plots. It's and you know what? 
you know, it's just, uh, oh, look at our special effects budget. Look at what we can do with makeup and stuff. No. Zombies are not creative. They're not fun. They're not scary. And on that day, the whole Walking Dead fandom decided to attack Jim. Except yeah. they run <laughs> the Walking Dead. That's a you, you were yeah, That's, get, the, only, you were that's get... the only thing they can do to make them a credible threat is to make them run fast. <laughs> yeah, I think, Jim, you're going to get torn limb from limb. <laughs> for those, those insults. Bring it on. It's okay, Jim. I like The Walking Dead, but I got your back, bro. That's all I could say. I haven't watched an episode of The Walking Dead because it's so, you know what? Zombies in general, they are not creative. Don't even think about comparing parasites to zombies. Honestly, the only reason I even brought that up was because usually in most zombie things... Nobody has prior knowledge of what a zombie is, and that was pretty much the only reason I even brought that up. But here's the thing is that, you know, do you really, like, if you want to have a mature, respectable story in that, how are people, how do people in this day and age not know what a zombie is? I mean, to be, let's be honest here. It's like, oh, yeah, I think sick. It, I think it. Yeah, I, I think in that aspect, like the most original zombie movie to come out, you know, in a while was probably a zombie land because they knew what the zombies were. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why zombie land is good. Cause it actually, first of all, it treats zombies as the joke that they are and turns the entire movie into a joke. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. One zombie tirade later. <laughs> Ragwalk ultimates has another good one here. Never save someone from an oncoming vehicle. You could end up a spirit detective or killing aliens for points. Ha! It's funny because it's Gaunt's. Double (laughs) reference. Uh, Double reference. And Josh Knighton writes in, Look on the bright side, Shinichi. You now have excellent hand-eye coordination. Ooh. (laughs) That's a good one. Because his hand has an eye. (laughs) You're so clever. Both you, Sketch, and Josh, you are also clever. Ha 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 ha. And Jafis and Craig writes in, I wonder if the original creator of Parasite realized that his work would produce so many masturbation jokes. It was a much more innocent time in 1999. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, it was actually like 89, actually. So. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> 80s yeah. manga. Oh, really? I thought it was a 90s manga. Oh, yeah, no. no 80s. Uh, a lot of... S- th- there's, like... They definitely did, like, tech upgrades for, like, cell phones yeah. and things in the anime. Yeah, last I heard it was, like, from, like, 1995, 1999, uh, somewhere in that range. Jason was actually on uh, pre-flight this week talking about how he, like, read the manga back in the 80s or something. Hmm. Well, no, the 90s. Well, yeah, when it well, first came Well, whenever out. he read it, but... When it first came yeah. out here, so, anyway. Like, 90s. Yeah, to- yeah. yeah, Tokyo Pop, whenever they call they were called like Minx or whatever, mm-hmm. released it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, what happened. Well, you know what? Um it gives me hope for a <clears throat> for finally getting a Cage of Eden anime. If they can make a Parasite anime years upon years upon years after the fact, they should be able to do one for Cage of Eden. Well, yeah, if they can do one for uh Yushio and Tora, they can do one for just about anything. So mm-hmm. we seem to be in the age of both uh, anime remakes and stuff from old manga, which is unearthing. Uh-huh. You know, in no way a bad thing unless you're dealing with a shit quality source. Yeah, which yeah. 
I have yet to see. So. I guess you could call this an unearthing of kinds of some kind. So. Mm. I'm ready for my Roroni Kenshin reboot anytime now. <laughs> uh, you say, precious. <laughs> and yet more quality talkbacks from Josh Knighton. Parasite answers the question, what would happen if the creator of Midori's days had a fever dream while on acid? <laughs> this, that is the best comparison. Yeah, it really is. This is the complete opposite of Midori days. <laughs> For yeah, those of you who I, I haven't think... seen it, it you should, because Midori days is really cute. Yeah, it, it, that show that show that show could have been really weird, get kind of <laughs> gross, but thankfully it never did. And yes, then I it think remained the... fairly innocent considering what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Interesting difference considering this came from someone who previously said they didn't particularly like how the uh, death scene of Bolat was dubbed. But uh, SZ Universe says, all right, the dub sold me on this show. I dropped after the first episode back then. Excited to see the rest of the series. Uh, I think you just dropped because it was Japanese. Uh, well, I don't that, like that. Some well, people it's, it's, prefer dubs. Uh, yeah, that's true, too. No, but it's, it is interesting because if you looked on like the Toonami Facebook and, and stuff... Uh, you see, you saw numerous comments about this is too weird. I can't watch this. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is too weird. Yeah, this is too gross. Dude, I it's it not it's to be weird fridge enough. horror. You know that's that's what this show will live and die by. Is its fridge horror. I mean, the first minute of the show has someone's head splitting open into a some kind of Cthulhu horror and biting someone else's head off. Yeah. And we had one email, this coming from Sakio Kuriyami. OMG, that was rather weird. Perverted in the middle with the boob grab and brutal with the dog parasite getting killed. Yeah, I'm officially hooked. As regards, Sakio Kuriyami. How can you not be? <laughs> yeah, it's got quite a hook. And once it gets its hooks in you, you will be infected. Yeah, it's a right hook on that. Maybe through the ear, maybe through the face, maybe through your arm. <laughs> That's kind of funny that the parasite was all like, I'm trying to get at the brain, but he's got those stupid ear things. I was going to say. <laughs> I'll shoot for the nose, I guess. That was a bad yeah. idea. That was your first mistake. I mean, considering he seemed to be able to just burrow into whatever, he probably should have just, like, slunk back and burrowed right into his head. Yeah. Well, I mean... I don't know. I guess um, the parasite isn't all that isn't powerful enough on his own to move that. But the thing is, who sleeps with those earbuds in? He must be a exclusively uh, a flat back sleeper. Huh, maybe a friend of mine does, so I'm not that. I can do it. Yeah, I can do it too. I, I mean, I'm not a big fan like of uh, earbuds ear, for what earphones. that's worth. So. Dude, I fell asleep standing up. So, <laughs> shit can't be done. You sleep wherever, whenever, whatever. Yeah. Doing, well, your, let, uh, let's just be... doing your Kanbei thing there, Darrell. <laughs> hey, sometimes you got to, man. I done fell asleep with my eyes open in class, and I know I done went to sleep standing up, and it was like, how the hell did you manage to do that? It's because I'm Darrell. <laughs> so I think we're all in agreement that uh, this first episode was quite good. Fun. Yeah. It, was, it was a handful of fun. Pocket full of fun. Let's give it a, let's give it a hand. Give the show a hand. No. <laughs> Golf clap. 
No, it's probably more fapping than clapping. Yeah. You do <laughs> not golf clap in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I was going to say, let's just be glad Biggie didn't burrow into other places. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nobody, needs a, nobody needs a butt parasite, regardless of what you're talking about. That is was, a true statement. I was thinking the other way. Yeah, I was thinking. I, like I thought it'd be thing. slightly more highbrow. No. Oh, oh. no. Gotta go lowbrow, son. Nope. Sorry. More like in a testicle type way. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. No. <laughs> oh. no. No, just thinking that about is, it is uh, making I'm me sure sing soprano. A, a great many doujin. Uh, yeah, that I sure never, ever, ever desire to see. <laughs> or you can just watch that show on Animal Planet called Monsters Inside Me and just get an idea of how no. things can go horribly wrong. No. Uh, rather not. Yeah. No. Some people have conversations with Dick Johnson anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. There was, yeah, there was probably a there was probably like a, a missing chapter of parasite where, you know, there was a parasite. Chapter sixteen point five. Somewhere oh, in a parallel universe, that actually happened. Yeah. Uh, well, we, we, we will see other we will see other parasites that didn't infect the brain. So. Yeah. We uh, will. Yes. Thank, thankfully, none that are particularly disturbingly. You know, wherever they selected. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing below the belt. Ah, <sighs> uh, goodness for that. <laughs> so, yeah, certainly off to a good start. Seemed to have gotten a uh, solid reception. Based on, uh, you know, you can only garner garner so much from Twitter feedback and such. But yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think people digged it, and I hope it did well. I hope it does well, too. We need to have another, like, quad million. But we've got ourselves a Sentai Hour now. We were wondering if we were ever going to get... Sentai Power Hour. We were wondering if we were going to get any Sentai shows for a while. And guess what? We have two. I always had had faith that we were going to get Sentai shows, man. Mm -hmm. As uh, Soul, as you once said, regarding the relationship of Toonami and Sentai. Yep. They jumped into bed real quick. Sex must have been good. They went from yeah, yeah. not being on speaking terms to close up against the wall. Yep. Those clothes were torn off real quick. Yeah. Talk to the general's daughter. She knows. It, it, it mm-hmm. could, uh, could very well. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> uh, man. Sounds like the start of a beautiful relationship. Oh, yeah. And hey, yeah, Sentai's are like, we got the newest shows and we'll give them to you for a good price. Thanks. We'll sell them and everything. <laughs> yeah. It boosts sales for Animu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's, and there are there are a few shows that Sentai has recently picked up that uh, could work, work on Toonami. Akamega Kill has been doing fantastic. Um, you know, I mean, that's that 1.6 debut is going to have a very, uh, going to take a while to beat. Um, and then also just, um, Parasite is just going to be good old fashioned pulpy fun. Uh, I, I don't know how much pulpy it is. It does get pretty serious. So I mean, yeah. it's, I've been pulpy in terms of the subject matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is a very. It is a. We're gonna. We're, we're gonna start getting a lot of episodes ending on cliffhangers and people being both really excited and pissed off at the same time. I guarantee. Oh, yeah, man, this yeah. show's notorious I, for that. Yeah, I'll, I'll this say is definitely guys, a page turner. If you guys <laughs> thought uh, Attack on Titans cliffhangers were bad, get ready for parasites. Mm, I have. Uh, I don't know. It's turning into a psychosis of mine for uh, cliffhangers like that. So. Yeah, trust well, me, man. It, it was a pain, man, just to wait the next week to see what was going on. Just wait for the next episode, man. Yeah. Oh, it's brutal. Dude, they had me feeling, dude. Seriously. But it's worth it. Yes, yeah. thank you, Sketch, because I would have never watched it if you hadn't told me about it. Well, you're welcome. Oh. So you still let me hanging with freaking uh, Nisekoi. Oh, shut up about that. <laughs> I'm never going to let you live that down, Sketch. <laughs> so. We all make mistakes in anime viewing. Oh, you're one to talk, so. I know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, that's going to do it for our first Parasite talk back. And uh, thanks for the response, everybody. We're, we usually just do a ton of talkbacks on the first episode when people are you know, getting a feel for the show. So you're really going to have to bring it if you want to be heard in the upcoming recaps. So. And if you do suck. And I think you suck, and you managed to make it on the talkbacks. Oh, yeah, I'm going to crack on you about it. You know how I do. Because Darrell's definition of a good talkback is not the same as mine. (laughs) You know me all too well, baby. I'm a little too generous. Yes, you are. Dude, you need to learn how to be more harsh. I just can't be. I'm sorry. You're just so damn nice, Gitch. Hate you for that and love you at the same time. I guess we can get out of here. Yay. Woo-hoo. More booze for me. <laughs> Pizza for me. Uh, Pizza. Folks that have been a bit disappointed that we haven't had topical discussions so much lately, um, send your suggestions. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, there hasn't been a lot that came up that you could say this topic-wise, though. And we so, always discuss something during the news segment, and that's more or less our topical discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a topic without being a topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, you, you guys got another month, and then you'll have a topic for two months to go through. So, exactly. Mm-hmm. I want to see more. Uh, although I do want to see plenty of uh, tsunami Halloween stuff. Like again, Tom dressing up as Tom Six. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see Tom Six. So, are you implying that we're going to spend like thirty minutes an episode talking about the latest segment of the Intruder? Potentially. You know people will want that, so... They're not going to get it. A 30-minute discussion on something that's probably <laughs> less than three minutes. Okay. Well, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> a 10-minute ten minute, ten segment is being generous, then. Uh, yeah, 10 minutes <laughs> would be generous, but I somehow I don't think we've managed to talk enough about it in 10 minutes. I said just play it by ear. Well, that one, we could just hand That it wasn't up. a hand joke. Fine. <laughs> Here's the hand joke. I just flipped you off. Oh, very good. Uh, <laughs> that actually, Miggy this is a spoiler, a, but nobody, n- his hand parasite doesn't flip anybody off. That disappoints me. Damn it. Yeah. No, but his hand parasite did grab a boob, and I approve of that. God, if, if here's what kid. I'm thinking is, you know, uh, Miggy stops a fight before it starts. She she gets pissed off, wants to flip him off, and then all of a sudden, 
Migi comes alive, slaps Shinichi in the face, and then the other guy is so freaked out, he runs away. Yeah. Yeah. Which, How about which, that? Uh, to, to, the, the, to the talk back on which uh, the, the talk back had mentioned that the original creator, if, if he had wondered if the original creator realized that the show would, uh, the work would generate so many uh, masturbation jokes, well, just wait for the next episode or so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. Well, you know, the Highlander had the quickening. Parasite has the fappening. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty sure that, that scene wasn't in the manga, but I don't know. No, it was. It, it was, and you actually saw it more so in the manga. Of course you did. <laughs> uh, well, you see, it wasn't such an innocent world back then. <laughs> nope. Um, come on, it was the 80s. Was it really that innocent? Was in fact, we were first. allowed to be a bit more blunt in our entertainment. Some of those '80s anime movies are pretty. Uh, yep. Yep. Wicked, shall we say? Yeah, definitely. In city. Doji. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> so the usual stuff. You can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful dot com. You can rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, and SoundCloud. Our Facebook is facebook.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast. Our Twitter is at Toonami Podcast. Our Tumblr is toonamiofficial.tumblr.com. And you can go to SoundCloud backslash Toonami Faithful Podcasts to hear the latest episodes or visit podcast.toonamifaithful.com for all the episodes of the podcast as well as the episodes of the Toonami Show Rundown. Good stuff. Uh, we recently updated our YouTube page. It's still the same URL technically, but now you can also get to it with youtube.com backslash Toonami Faithful Channel. Bring it back, Toonami still works, but you don't have to use it. There you go. And if you like what we do and want to support us, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast. We would appreciate any support that you can give us. Mainly booze. <laughs> no, you cannot give us booze. Damn it, Patreon. If, if you want to give us booze otherwise. Uh, run Cinderella to Khan. If you go to a convention and, and you like this show and you don't buy Dorella drink, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what to say about you. But that's, the truth is, Dorella will buy you a drink. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> For listening to us. <laughs> as Chris as <laughs> Your compensation. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Patreon users, make sure you change your password because apparently, uh, like a hack had happened. A really oh. bad one too. Yeesh. Yeah. Wonderful. <sighs> Hackers. You almost don't even need to worry about viruses anymore. Just worry about having a firewall. Uh, yeah. You still have to worry about viruses. <laughs> Seriously, why do people make viruses? It's so annoying. <laughs> they just want to ruin your day or many days. <laughs> Those guys are assets. Mm -hmm. So, Soul, where can the people find you? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at idealist underscore uh, soul on Twitter. So, it's kind of hard to remember. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Wasn't it at Soulful Idealist before? Yeah, something like that. Uh. It's, it, it was, it's Soulful something. You guys can find it. Yeah. Okay. Soul. And Duelist. You can follow me on Twitter at HeartOfSword75. You can ask me questions on Ask.fm at Ask.fm slash HeartOfSword75. And as always, you can check my YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash DuelistG. I realize I haven't been great at updating it lately. I blame that on reinstalling Windows and upgrading and still trying to get everything to work. So hopefully I'll have some more music stuff up for you guys soon. Mr. Durrell. Oh, you can find me at Ukami underscore Samurai 7 at Twitter. Um, also, you can ask me questions on ask.fm backslash Ukami 75. And even though no one ever sends me emails, you can do that at Darrell Maddox at TunamiFaithful.com. They just won't send you emails. <laughs> no, people scared of me. It's all good, though. They don't send me emails either. Eh, I think it's a blessing, man. I feel probably. Yeah, poor Jose. You're in those days. <laughs> Nobody emailed anyone but Jose. <laughs> I think it was just the fact they love to get Jose up coronary. Now yeah. all they do is bother your ask sketch. Yeah, yeah. that was what I was going to say. They can do so anonymously. Question. With the same stupid <laughs> questions, mind you. <laughs> Indeed. And Jim, the podcast where can they find you? You can find me at zero alucard twenty seven on the Twitters. You can also find me on the same link at twitch.tv, twitch.tv slash zero alucard twenty seven. Um, I have one stream per week that stays archived, and um, I'm going to be playing spooky games all month for October. Going to be playing games on Fridays around eight thirty or so. Uh, if it's going to be later, I will let everybody know via my Twitter. Because my Twitter and my Twitch are connected like that. Yeah, Twitch be on the bullshit, though, man. Because, like, I get it, like, 30 minutes later and, like, damn. Yeah. I tweet, uh, and also I tweet out the link numerous times, so. And you can find me at Sketch1984 on Twitter. You can tumble with me, sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can ask me questions on ask.fm backslash sketch1984. And if you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, you can send those to sketch at tunamifaithful.com or podcast at tunamifaithful.com. And with that, we are out of here. So thanks for listening. And uh, this certainly was a lot easier to get through than the last one, right? <laughs> Indeed, sir. Thanks for listening as always. We'll catch you next week. Deuces! Kisses! Stop it.